it's something that I use to force myself to be more secure. Mm. Cause when I take a video, sometimes I'm like, oh, it's not the best video. Yeah. But by posting it, I'm working on myself being Fast. less insecure. Fast. Because that is the unlock. Welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast. I'm your host, Deepak Sharma, and today I sit down with Hayden Cashin. He's an expert in all things digital marketing, branding, strategy, social media, all that. But we get into even deeper topics, such as overcoming your insecurities, embracing vulnerability, and being able to pivot and change direction in life. I hope you get some value out of this content. Enjoy. Hey man, how's it going? I'm fantastic, bro. How are you? Nice to have you on the podcast, dude. I'm super excited. Really appreciate you coming out here. 100%, man. Long time. Yeah, Long time. yeah man. We've been talking about doing this since uh, I actually met you. Um, you know, it was really interesting seeing uh, you on the other side of things, actually working with a friend of mine yep. doing the advertisement. That yeah. was super interesting seeing like you being on the side of like the directing and <laughs> knowing all the all the knowledge you had on you know choosing the right medium the right platform everything yeah. tell you know, me about you know that what's a bit. interesting is that you got to some you got to see me kind of not even in my element right yeah my element is you know digital marketing you know setting up campaigns launching campaigns tracking campaigns optimizing campaigns like in a computer messing around with numbers that's yep. that's my element what I you actually that. saw was me being kind of a director yeah 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 to yeah. create content and that's not something that comes very natural to me mm -hmm. but it's something that's extremely important for what i then do with the content you right know, i can run campaigns and and do my best work but if the content wasn't built up to par from the beginning there's nothing i can do no that's on, on that end work. of things you can't really do anything that's to. it and so i kind of figured as i started my business is like I can't just rely on someone else to create content without me being there to have, you know, the control over over certain elements. So right. that's why I go on set and I make sure the content's on point because it's a it's a huge variable in the success of the campaign. That's really interesting to me, man. So your like official title is like a digital uh, digital marketing strategist, right? Yeah, consultant. I kind of I kind of do strategy, implementation, optimization, like a little bit of everything. That's huh? it, because strategy is like the initial part, mm -hmm. but then I actually implement it, and then based on the data, we re-strategize and optimize the process over time. Interesting, man. Like, have you ever just like had a had a passion for this kind of thing, digital marketing and stuff like that? How did you really like get into it? Yeah, so I I'm always the type of guy that. I want to keep pushing the envelope until it feels right. Mm -hmm. So I was originally actually in economics at Carleton. Okay. That's where I started. And I only went into economics because I took it in high school mm -hmm. and I somewhat enjoyed it. I've always been a math guy. I was, I'm good at that stuff. But after two years of that at Carleton, I kind of realized it wasn't for me. It, it's a lot more dry and boring than, you know, what you read in the news. You right. know, you're a lot more in the background running equations. Yeah, and, a know, lot of theory. It's yeah. a lot. I of, remember those classes. That's man. it, man. It, it was kind of dry. And, and I remember in high school, I'd also liked marketing. And as you know, I, I'd made music before and I was kind of a creative on, on in that sense. For sure. And so I decided to switch my path and I applied for marketing at U Ottawa and at Carleton. Yeah. Got in at U Ottawa. 
Uh, I started doing it, you know, I was enjoying it more than I was enjoying economics. So it was good. It was kind of a relief. You know, I made the right decision there. Yeah. But once again, marketing is a huge discipline. There's so much stuff within it's it. It's all encompassing, man. Marketing's pretty much everything. 100%. Isn't that what they say? 100%. And there's, yeah. a, there's a million different jobs you can have within marketing. And so mm -hmm. I still wanted to dive deeper and find what I was passionate about. And so I was always, you know, trying new stuff, tasting new stuff until it just felt right intuitively. And I actually got an email by accident. This is how I fell into digital marketing. This is a funny story. It was for grad students, so students who had already graduated. Okay. And I got an email, and I was currently in school. I hadn't graduated yet. And it was for a digital marketing certification. Okay. So I emailed them back, and I was like, hey, um, I'm not a grad student, but this sounds interesting, and I would I would like to try it if I can. Yeah. And they were like, this is the first time we're running the, the program, so apply. If there's space, we'll see about admitting you. Okay. That's how I got into digital marketing. No way. So I took the certification for 11 weeks. I think it was 211 hours total. Nice. And through that, I landed an internship within the digital marketing industry. That's kind of how I got the ball rolling. And, and during, badass, during this 11 weeks is where, you know, week after week, I was enjoying what I was learning. Mm -hmm. It was through the summer. It was 20 hours a week. And so, like... It's not something I had to do, right. you know, but every single week it was you like, You oh. voluntarily like went and did that. And I, I really wanted to find something that I was passionate about. Right. And I was just fortunate that what, that I eventually tasted something that felt right. Right. Yeah. So you mentioned like the, the music you yeah. were, you were into the music for a while, you know, and then you kind of switched gears into this a bit more. What do you still have that, that musical outlet that you use with the marketing? Like. Um, I don't think so. No? No. I definitely am still in love with music. Okay. I don't want to be the artist anymore, but okay. I'm still like on top of hip hop. I love hip hop music. I love the storytelling aspect of mm -hmm. it. The the cleverness in the lyrics is oh, something yeah. that always speaks to me. I find there's two types of people in hip hop. Some people really like the beats, the production. They oh, don't yeah. even hear the lyrics really. <laughs> other people are lyricists and, and that's me. I, I'm not too crazy on the production side. I care about the lyrics, telling a story, making you feel something. You know what I mean? Powerful, man. And so that's what drew me to music ever since day one. Since I was, I think... I was like nine years old and, and I bought an Eminem CD. Like I've loved hip hop since I was a kid. And yeah. I think for the rest of my life, I'll be a hip hop head. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I kind of, I kind of, you know, tried it and it was fun. I enjoyed it. But when I started falling in love with marketing, I didn't hold back. Right. I, you just, you just leaned into it. Like this is it. This that's is what I find, man. I find a lot of people when they get good at something, mm -hmm. Even if their heart's no longer in it, they'll stick with it because it's their thing. Right. Right. You see that a lot with, with athletes, like student athletes. You know, they'll get older and they'll still be playing the sport, even oh, though yeah. their heart's not in it, but oh, they're man. talented. You hear that so much and it's just like, well, I'm good at this thing. I don't really love it. That's it, man. I'm, I'm killing it in this, so why would I not, you know? But exactly. you don't know, like you could have been an astrophysicist. You could have <laughs> you could have done this. You could have, yeah, there's so many different things, like so many different paths you could have gone man. down. And I think like it's, it's in, it's important to like look at people who are really good at something but then actually take that risk and leave it because it's way harder to leave something that you're good at for something you might be passionate about than if you don't have something already and you just go after something so people that are good at something and then completely switch because of their heart yep i respect that a lot that's crazy man yeah um so going back to like the university education for a second yeah. you know you started at carlton you got you went to ottawa u and you did this program would you say that your overall experience like having gone to university i mean obviously you're saying that it did help you find 
something that you love. But if you could go back and uh, do it all over again, would you have straight out of high school just gone all in on the marketing and and the and the things that like you feel today that you enjoy, mm-hmm. or do you still appreciate that? You had to go through the economics. You had to go through finding out what you don't like mm. to land where you're at today. Yeah. I think you need to take a step back and just look at the overall idea of tasting things. Right. School provide provided me an option to try a bunch of different things, you know, give it like, I don't know, three, three, four months, whatever semester is of tasting it, tasting it, you know, five things at once, mm-hmm. getting deep enough that you kind of get a feel for it. Right. So school provides you that opportunity mm-hmm. if you take it serious and take advantage That's of it. That's a big thing, right? Well, it's just, it's, it's like a, it's like a one-stop shop to try a bunch of stuff, right? So I like that. But if you're someone who's ambitious and disciplined enough to go out on your own, you know, go to networking events, go try this, go, go try to hustle something, and you're not just sitting in your basement, then maybe school isn't for you. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm just a big believer in try stuff, yep. give it a fair try, yep. make a decision, move on. Right. It, it's unfair almost to have 15, 16 year olds have to make a decision that they think they're going to have to live the rest of their lives with. Yep. It's like, all right, well, I'm in grade 11. I guess I got to pick what courses I'm taking in grade 12. Yeah that are prerequisites to go to uni that are prerequisites in in high school mm-hmm. uh, kids eyes a prerequisite for life 100% but it's almost like we got to we got to we got to go back and be like all right man we got to rebrand school almost just as how you're saying it it's not like this be all end all like you're going to go to school, you're going to get this degree, then you're going to go get your master's and mm-hmm. blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. And now that you've been a professional student for so long, you can stop learning. You've now hit success. This <laughs> is it. Like, boom. Yeah. Now you're a doctor. Boom. You're done. 100%. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. so I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is like, you know, for young people out there who are all lost and just trying to figure out like, yo, what should I do? Like, I hate school. I always hated school. Or even I love school. The what school is and almost separating that from like what getting an education is. You don't necessarily have to sit in the classroom to Not get to get that knowledge. Not at all, man. And 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 I believe that school I don't think it will I I don't know enough to predict if it will actually die completely. But I think by the time we're parents and have kids that are going to make that decision after high school, I think there'll be other options that we as parents will be open to right and the reason i say that is because when our parents were making that decision the internet didn't exist that's true so it wasn't practical to do other things right right school made sense because it was somewhere that everyone could come to one specific place yeah you know and you had the leaders in in whatever subject matter so the profs you had the books there because there wasn't internet yeah you had all these all these tools and it made sense to pull everyone to to a single location right yeah but now that the internet's here that physical location isn't actually value no because you can do it it's online not. it's right. now it's now practical to not go to a physical location right and universities leverage the only leverage they still have is the profs right because they can brand them as experts in x y and z right mm-hmm. but in my opinion these profs over time are going to be like why are we giving portions of our money to the school right when mm-hmm. we pay tuition it gets split right 
why don't we as leaders in marketing, for example, all group together and start the marketing academy right. online? Right. We keep 100%. We yeah. don't have physical overhead. Yeah, there's like, no overhead. There's no, you don't have to worry about all the bloated institution of that's it all. It. Yeah. So I think, I think this is going to happen over time. Mm-hmm. So by the time we have kids, they're going to be like, yeah, I could go to Ottawa U. Or I could go to XYZ Marketing Academy with the three, you know, professional marketing people who are somewhat still in the industry too. A lot of these profs have been out of the industry for 10 years. And in marketing these days, industry changes every six months. So that's just it. It's like it's it's now becoming practical to use the internet. And our generation is kind of going through the hiccup because we're still being influenced by our parents who didn't have the internet. We're experiencing, hey, like... We're paying a lot of money and then not even getting a job. Mm-hmm. So by the time our kids come through, yeah. we're going to be more open-minded to alternatives. For sure, for sure. Yeah. And that's not to say, like, I- I'm not shitting on school itself. You know, that's absolutely not what we're saying here. It's just how it's set up. And now that there is the internet, you know, mm-hmm. there's so many other options. That's there's it. so many other opportunities. It's birth jobs that we haven't imagined yet. Yeah. We don't even, like, because they're always talking about jobs. Like... Oh my God! What kind of job are you gonna get? Well, like, where are you gonna work? What are yeah. you gonna like? Where are you gonna be a slave? Mm-hmm. You know? Well, yeah, it depends, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, like, it's what you're passionate about? It, it, for sure, hundred percent. Yeah. But, like, just just thinking about that for a second, like, I'm not saying everyone should just drop out of school and go pursue something because the internet exists, but. Look at your options. There's MOOCs out there. There's so many different like uh, open source courses you could take. Khan Academy pretty much put me through uni- YouTube. Put me through university. Yeah. If I didn't have those like, you know, the internet to teach me things like, dude, I barely ever read textbooks, man. Yeah. Textbooks are like garbage to me. It's like, like you said, the industry changes every six months. The textbook they feel like needs to change every year, and yeah. like. It's just, it doesn't make sense. It, the, the way the whole thing's set up, it just does that's not it. make sense. And it did make sense before the internet. Yeah. And now it doesn't. And that's where there's going to be turmoil and there's going to be change. Right. And uh, switching gears a bit, actually, let's talk for a second uh, about social media and and, uh, and and just these different platforms that we're using yeah. uh, these days. Anyways. I find it really, really interesting how you leverage social media because I follow you on Instagram uh, at Hayden Cashion. Yep, little plug there for my boy. We'll uh, we'll put it below. <laughs> yeah, um, I found it really interesting that you are constantly posting. Oh yeah, all day long. You're you're. I'm I'm on my way to see a client. Just got out of a meeting. Yep. Hey guys, hope you're doing well today. Like sometimes it's really just that, like 100%. a positive message straight from the 100%. heart. It feels so genuine and it's like on point. How do you balance um, posting this often and, you know, fe- not feeling like you're bothering your viewers, your your followers? Because I'm practical in two senses. One, people have the choice to watch me. If they don't want to watch me, they don't have to watch me. Unfollow me. So not, yeah, or just don't click on my story. Like, I, I get it. Like, if you don't want to hear me do this every single day, I'm not for everyone, right? And that I respect that. And then um, the second part is I know that only a fraction of my audience actually see mm-hmm. every post. True. So even though it feels like I posted maybe 10 times in a day, um, maybe everybody only saw it once. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because every right. time you post a story, you pop back up to the top. 
but then you dwindle down and then you pop back up then you dwindle down that's so true if you keep catching me when i'm down yeah you might not see it maybe until the fourth time i post but then you catch up on the last three right 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 you know and and like i just said like the first point is like you have the choice so i don't feel annoying because like you don't have to click on me exactly yeah. no no i like, see i actually enjoy it your 100%. content yeah but if someone else feels that way like man fuck this guy man i don't care that you're on your way to a meeting yeah like uh, it's just that like 100%. okay you don't care so That's don't it. click on it but and, and i'll tell you the truth is doing these stories actually has shrunk in my daily active like viewers i, I would say okay but what it has done is, although the overall number's gotten smaller, the connection with that number is deeper. And which is more important because you, me. you'd rather actually connect with a few people who really do fuck yeah. with what you're doing. Because I, I'm, I know what I'm up to and, and my success metric is how many people reach out to me and, and give me business. Right. Right? And so I, I, I track that by how many DMs do I get. And that's something that people don't see right mm -hmm. they might see oh you just post stories you just post stories but right. i see on the back end how many opportunities i got very true literally while i was at starbucks before i met you at equator mm -hmm. i had someone dm me and say hey i have a client i'm doing their content and they're asking if i know someone who does facebook ads i thought of you right away boom and that's all the stories i've never even met this person in person that's insane he just follows my stories yeah and he and he said that to me and the first thing i said is hey i appreciate that i would love to connect also give me your number i'm going to call you later i want to get to know you build that relationship powerful man yeah. like that's all the networking they talk about in school that no one really wants to do there's but nothing more valuable than humans yeah than the humans you know facts because you you could know one human and, and they could be like yeah i'm gonna give you five grand a month to do my stuff mm -hmm. all of a sudden like that's life-changing for people like us like yeah. who are in the beginning and that's just because you knew that human if you right. didn't know that human another person might have been like i'll give you 800 bucks a month People are in different places in life. Like, exactly. It's humans, man. It's yep. humans. And there was one thing that like really stuck with me when when we met that day, and we were actually talking about this. Yeah. And uh, you told me it's like, yeah, I I post a lot, but I never really do takes. No. There's no. It's not like I think about really what I'm yeah. I, I'm I'm putting up. It's yep. I'm just telling. I'm just speaking, mm -hmm. and then I'm hitting this button. I'll tell you something I didn't tell you too. It's something that I use to force myself to be more secure. Because mm. when I take a video, sometimes I'm like, oh, it's not the best video. Yeah. But by posting it, I'm working on myself being Facts. less insecure. Facts. Because that is the unlock. That's the unlock, bro. I'm, I'm already feeling that with this podcasting thing, man. Because yep. me, I mean, straight from the heart, I don't like recording myself. Okay. I don't like hearing my voice. Yeah. I feel so awkward. Like, okay. What the fuck? I sound like this. Like, okay. So oh let me God. ask you then why? Why? Why do you do it? Why do I do it or why do I? Why do, why do you do podcasts? Oh, dude, honestly, because I feel like I can bring some value to the world. And when I needed it, yeah, I, podcasts were there for me. 100%. And they changed my life. Yeah. And if I could even reach out to fucking one person out there and I hate to say change his life, but yeah, change his or her life. Yeah. Dude, I did my job and I'm 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 eating. 100%, I'm happy, bro. That's and, like that kind of drives me to do this. You said the key word, which is value. It's value. People, I meet people all the time. They go, "Hey, like I'm trying to get my Instagram to be, you know, uh, certain colors." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, or yeah. like I don't like how like my glasses look on video and like all this shit and I'm like no single person 
is going to watch your video and go, mm, don't like her glasses, like next. No. If you're providing value, yeah. no one gives a fuck. Exactly. No one gives a fuck. Exactly. Like, watch Gary Vee. He'll be in like an alley, like doing oh, yeah. a quick clip. Oh, like, yeah. Nobody gives a fuck. It's about value. It if is. If you're providing value, it doesn't matter. And all these little quirks that people get stressed out about is what makes you unique, bro. Yep. I, 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 I've had people tell me I sound like I have a lisp, you know, and, and that could have affected me to the point where I didn't want to talk anymore on camera. Right. But that just that's just part of who I am, man. And if and if I can if I can know that and still overcome it and still da 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 da, me telling someone that to somebody who may have a lisp down yeah. the road yeah. could actually be the unlock for them. It could, man. And like, who's to say that that person with or without a lisp can't de deliver like fifty thousand times the value. value? Yeah, who the fuck cares the about your lisp? Who does give no a fuck? No one gives a fuck. And that's like that's the thing you you gotta hack. You just gotta hack that. And like, and that's like I, I've had friends. I've had friends tell me it's like when I started, you know, I started off on my phone just recording voice memos, just just talking in the car or yep. something. And I was like, ah, delete, like didn't mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like a friend of mine t tells me like, why? Yep. What was wrong with it? Facts. It's just you. You 100%, were just talking. 100%. And someone could have fucking enjoyed that. So why'd you delete that? Yeah. It's like, ah, you know, you get in your own head about dumb bullshit. 100%. It's, it's like your own little demons telling you, fuck, man, That's it. That's it. you're not enough. You're not, you're not this, you're not polished. Yeah. You're not, you don't have a haircut. You're, you weren't fresh enough for this. Yeah. You didn't buy the nicest clothes. Your car's whack. It's all these like little negative things 100%. that you kind of tell yourself and it's all bullshit. But you know, what's facts too, is no one who's successful will put you down like that. No. Cause because they're secure. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, it really thing. comes down to insecurity, man. Yeah. The only reason people put you down is because there's something in them that, like, makes them feel better about themselves when they do that. Yeah, man. And that is insecurity in itself. And the That's most deep-rooted shit, The most too. beautiful shit that you're up to, too, is that you've started. The starting is the hardest part. Facts. From now on, it becomes a rolling momentum. All of a sudden, you start getting messages. All of a sudden, right. the likes, this. You're just more passionate about it. Mm -hmm. An a sponsor comes in. Like, getting started is the hardest part. It is, man. Now, now you start to realize it's not that hard. For sure, it's man. Just putting in the it's work. It's not that deep. <laughs> Sorry, I had to, had to, man. No. Follow right now, greatest podcast <laughs> in the world. <laughs> no, but man, like what you're saying is is so true. Just getting started is so tough. Yeah. And um. You know, it actually, it didn't happen like overnight. It, it's over a year I've been talking about it. Mm. I've, I was, I've been a wantrepreneur for so long. Yep, I've been yep. wanting to do it. I've been telling people, ah, yeah, might start a podcast, might do this thing. And like, you know, I, I knew I wanted to do it, but I just, you listen to those voices enough. Yeah. But then, you know, you just had to take that plunge, man. A lot of, a lot of people... I want everyone to start a podcast who wants to. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the thing I love about this platform as well. It's like, it's not a zero-sum game. Literally, like, if you, we all have a voice. We all have a story. We yeah. all have something we could talk about. Like, just fucking do it. And don't worry about all the those likes, the followers, all that shit. Yeah. Obviously, you need to grow and you want people to hear your, your shit. Mm -hmm. But don't focus on that. Just... Go out. Let's say you fucking like scream on me. I don't know. Uh, well, let's say you like video games. Let's say you like. Yeah. I don't know what you yeah. you like. Yeah. Just go talk about it. 
Anyone can start a podcast today. You don't need a fancy setup. You don't need to invest a lot into equipment. Just start with something. 100%. And, and go from there. I'm not that proud of my first the first thing that I put out. Yeah. I, I, like, I didn't love it. Yeah. It, there was no lighting. I felt like I was awkward and stiff. I yeah. felt like, you know, some of my questions were whack. But you know what, man? Now that I think about it, I, I do like yeah. that I did it because yeah. that was important. Yeah. That was something that I had to get over. You That's know? it, bro. And if, if I don't know what your vision is, but if you're in this for the long run, fuck yeah. You know, who cares about one podcast out of a thousand? Exactly. No, then that and and I'm inspired by some of the some of the bigger podcasts that I've seen, and I see them now in like episode two thousand. Like, do you realize like how ridiculous that is? Like, 100%. podcasting hasn't even been around for like fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they used to call it audio blogging. Mm. I think I was reading the history about it, and like, yeah. like. It, well, I don't know if you remember this, but the iPhone always had like a podcast thing. Yeah, since like two thousand four, and like. I never knew what it, what it was. 2012, sorry. right? I yeah. never knew what the hell it was yeah, for, yeah. for so many years. Now oh, yeah. I'm sure pretty much everyone was in the same boat. Yeah. So it's weird how it, it's been there, but it took a long time for users to adopt it. Right. And now it's getting to scale. And that's why we're in a great opportunity if you start now, because people are still hopping on. Right, right. I still so talk to people who's like, pod what? <laughs> like, but exactly. A, a majority of people, it's it's not only not only is that app probably one of the most used ones on their phone it's a part of their fucking day man uh, you're driving to work yep you don't want to listen to music anymore yeah. you're gonna learn something dude you might every single morning it, it's funny people say do you have a morning routine and i would have said i don't but i've gotten into one without realizing it yeah and every morning i wake up i brush my teeth and i get in the car and i drive to starbucks and i get a coffee yeah. and i listen to gary v dude dope and that that like 10 to 15 minutes gets me in the mindset cuz as soon as i get in my house i'm on email going boom you know what i mean and he's got that he's got that ability of waking something up in you yeah. that you feel like man I, i'm overthinking it i just got to go 100%. i just got to like he, he's so good at just like hacking whatever and yo his what i love about his whole thing is like it can apply to anyone and what they're doing right now it's like he'll be at a fucking like keynote conference and someone will be like yeah you know i quit my job i wanted to start entrepreneurship this and that and everyone was putting me down blah 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 mm -hmm. and he's like stop listening to him fucking drops mic he has so many like drops mic moments like 100%. but it's really that simple sometimes you know it is i fucking love it man it's all it's all in people's heads yeah man and if you really listen to gary there's about like 10 to 13 things that he says and that's all he says yeah i've, I've just, realized that he just rephrases it a different way yep and a lot of people be like oh that's annoying it's he just says 13 things but it's like no that's beautiful because this is the truth. Yeah. If you can answer every question with one of 13 answers, it means that's, that's it. That's it. That's the unlock, you yeah. know, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast on Joe Rogan's podcast. It was a guy named Naval. Uh, I forgot how to pronounce his mm -hmm. last name. And, uh, he was talking about, uh, uh, reading books and he was saying that, you know, a lot of people want to, put out there that oh i read this book to completion I, oh, i'm reading all these books yeah. like quantity books yeah. books books yeah. he's like man 
I don't even like read full books if I'm just not really that interested in a topic. And he had this powerful quote. It was like, I would rather completely understand the principles of like the top 10 best books ever than read thousands of books and take little tidbits from it. So that, and, and that's just that, right? The fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Just sticking to the basics, the principles, and yeah. understanding that so well that you apply that to your own life. That's it. Because I, I can't, like, I can read, but I, I don't read books. I just can't sit there and read. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's hard to focus. It's it's just like, I, it takes too long. Like, for me, not mm-hmm. forever. This is just me. But it takes so long to get the fucking, like, gist of it. Yeah. I would just rather listen to uh, a video or audio while I'm working. Right. Multitasking. And and what happens with me is like, sure, it'll kind of blend off into the background. But when something like really powerful is said, I'll snap out and I'll focus for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Do you like rewinding? Like- I rewind all the time. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. sometimes it'll be mid point. Right. That it'll be like, oh, whoa. Or a lot of the times it's, I'll be hearing something mm-hmm. and I'll think of a client that it applies to. Uh. I'll rewind to where it starts. I'll send them the podcast, send them the timestamp, say, hey, I just want you to listen to this. I thought it could apply to you. Dope. And that's a way of like... Do you take notes? Physical no, notes no, of this? Man. Or you just... Because you just I'm re- never... I, I used to, but I never go back and read them. That's tough. Yeah. Like, unless you're doing it because you think that makes you retain knowledge better, sure. But I just listen to Gary so much mm-hmm. that I've heard him say the same thing 10 times and then I remember it. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Powerful. I just... If I'm not talking to a human, I have Gary in my ear. Damn. It's crazy. Didn't know it's like that. Oh, dude, 100%. For, for, for me, uh, I'm a little different. Yeah. I, I need to write. Okay. Um, that's how I retain. I don't know. That's how I retain information. But you're right. I might not even go back to it. But the fact that I wrote it down is huge for me. It's okay. something like I kind of need to do. Yeah. And that's why I even... I'm a little more jumbled when it comes to writing something on the computer because then i just want to i just want to put everything out there and i'm not concise enough but physical like writing something down for me is it's important it's something i need to do and coming back to your uh book thing i do enjoy reading but i have to be in complete like nothing else can be going on it has to be like like absolutely like I'm on vacation or I'm I'm about to sleep. Yeah. Like I, I'll read right before I go to bed. Okay. It literally just yeah. I fall asleep. And that's it. Is I think I think all that it is, all these different things we're talking about, it's just a process of learning. Yeah. And everyone learns differently, yeah. right? So it's not that books are bad, it's not the videos are bad, it's not the audio is bad, good, any whatever. It's all self awareness. It's having that self awareness to know that, hey, this works for me. Yeah. I'm not I'm never gonna sit here even on my own podcast and preach one thing that's just going to apply to everyone yeah because that's just i'm I'm not a snake oil salesman i don't there is nothing like one thing that fucking applies to everybody yeah. you have to have that self-awareness i think there are though okay i, I want to hear it self-awareness a okay right? that applies right. to everyone i, I was talking a little little more like like actual practical like if you want to lose weight, cut out bread. No, there's like nothing. The, because it all stems from self-awareness. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And therefore, it's a variable. Okay, Everything okay. I has like to it. go through the self-awareness, you know, bottleneck. Yeah. Right? And and I, But I think there are principles that apply to everyone, right? Like yeah. insecurity, uh-huh. get rid of that, period. Okay. There's, no, there's no benefit to it. But can you ever completely get rid of it? Or can you do you acknowledge its existence? Yeah, exactly. So and live with it. Yeah, for me, sometimes I'll feel it because it's a, it's a feeling, right? Mm-hmm. 
and you can't you can't just erase a feeling right if you're mm-hmm. a human you have emotions Correct. but what i do is i recognize it right and i go ooh that's that's me feeling insecure yeah let's let's attack it i love that man yeah. i started meditating uh pretty recently it's only been a couple months and um a powerful thing that i've been able to apply to my life in terms of mindfulness and self-awareness yeah. is taking a step out of your own I don't want to say body, but just like look at yourself from the third person yeah. and be, don't be like, I'm mad. Be like, I am experiencing anger. Mm-hmm. You're not sad right now. Mm. You, you are not sad. You, yeah. you cannot be sad. You are experiencing that emotion. Amazing. Yeah. Which, crazy. which to me, like really rewired how I go about my whole day. Yeah. All my interactions, like, yeah. cause I'm, you're not gonna just stop feeling those feelings. We're fucking humans. Yep. Emotions are a part of us, right? But they don't have to be us. Right. You don't have to identify with that, whatever that is. Fascinating. And, it's and, almost like understanding what they are. Exactly helps you, you know, deal with them. It's big, man. Yeah. Let's go back to books for for a quick second. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you listen to audiobooks? Have you no. ever experimented with that? Uh maybe for like 30 minutes and then okay stop. still same thing like it's just it's too much like what I you got to be too the thing about focused. a book is i feel like it's people stretch it out like when i listen to gary it's like it's like an hour-long keynote mm-hmm. and he goes through seven things right when i practical listen, when i listen to an audio book it's like four stories to oh, like yeah. prove a point i'm like just give me the point. <laughs> like, right, that's that, me. That's no, just me. That, I, I, I appreciate this yeah. perspective a lot, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's, everyone's a little different in that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. No, that, like, you don't have to necessarily, people think that because you read books, you're somehow smarter or like, doesn't make whatever. any sense. Absolute bullshit. Me, I knew nothing about just YouTube. I knew nothing about audio, yeah. podcasting, video, lighting, none of it. Yeah editing it's all completely foreign to me my knowledge is straight yeah. up like grade 10 yeah one broadcasting class that i fucked off in like yeah youtube i literally any problem i have how to x yeah what should i use for y yeah what so- what uh, hardware should i buy what software should i use how to use such yeah. software and you watch these 20 minute clips that literally tell you what you need to know yeah. and i'm like i'm but feeling like you know what the best part is though bro is you you still don't know no i don't know all, shit all that that does is gets you started exactly because what needs to be accompanied with learning is execution right doing this yeah this is how you're gonna learn that's very true man by, you by can I, read all the books you fucking want man you, about podcasting you you're read, not gonna you can't be a read po- about doing push-ups bro i love that quote you can't read about doing push-ups and that's that's the exact same thing as like even with marketing right yeah. one of the biggest challenges in getting into what i do is you actually can't learn without someone giving you a budget right to learn with and that's the last thing people want to do no it's true. give you money to learn yeah no you no know what i'm saying exactly so it's yeah, a yeah. barrier to entry and like you could read about facebook ads all day but until you've done it and kind of been punched in the face and been like oh fuck like what do i do now what do yeah. i do now what do i do now like you don't you don't learn and that's why like i i'm pretty good at what i do because i've spent tons and learned tons yeah you know and you, what you've done now is you've applied what you've learned and the execution and started your own business. Yep. Cashion marketing. Cashion. Yep. Yeah. Cashion. That's how I it's pronounce like fashion, it. Fashion, but with a C. 
Yeah, yeah. Cash and marketing. So walk me through the business a bit, man, without giving away too much detail. Yep. Walk me through the whole process. Let's I'll tell say, you exactly what I do. It's, all right. it's very basic. And it's interesting that I, I never read this. I just made sense of it in my head. And then this is kind of how I approach clients. I go, okay, tell me about your business, obviously. Tell me how it functions, how you make money, whatever. Like, tell me the, the basic about your business. Um, tell me what your goals are, right? Because that's what we want to happen. Yeah. Okay, so what's, what's your business and what are your goals, okay? Yeah. And then in the middle, who are your audience groups or group, depending on the business? Could be multiple, could be one. Okay. Um, and tell me your value propositions of your business. And I'll give you an example of what that means. I was working with a personal trainer, right? And when you talk to a personal trainer, you ask him, what's your value propositions? And instantly they go, oh, like I can help you lose weight. I can help you get stronger, right? Like that that's kind of the realm of what they're talking about. And I'm like, that's like, that's very basic. You, you, have a, you have a lot more value than that, okay? Mm -hmm. You have like the one I was specifically talking to had all this stuff. He had flexible schedule, right? Mm -hmm. You could book him when, whenever you wanted. Um, he gives you supplementation information, nutritional information. His gym's clean top to bottom every single day. Um, he has, he has a gym. Yeah. He has a gym, <laughs> uh, no membership fee. Right. Um, he can do the whole like stretching you out type of stuff as well. He's certified in that. So it's a lot more than just, Oh yeah, I get you in shape. Yeah. yeah. Right. So what I do is I go, okay, if your goal is to say, get more, get more clients, right. Um, who, who are these clients? Like your audience groups, like we said, and then, okay, what are your value propositions? And then we look at the audience, we look at the value propositions and we create content that communicates the value propositions to the audience. Facts. And then you give it to me and I run it to the group. Right. And I send them to a website, send them to your Facebook page, send them to call you, email you, whatever you want. And then we run a bunch of pieces of content and whichever ones are doing what you want for the cheapest cost, that's what we focus on. Okay. We move the budget. You say we. Uh, are you working with a team? Do you have like people? I just mean working? me and the client. Like okay, we, oh like, okay, okay. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. I thought I thought for a second. So I do I do all the um, the advertising stuff like that. Yeah. But I don't do is website stuff. I okay. don't go in the back end and fix websites. Right. And I don't create uh, videos and pictures. So I outsource those. You can outsource those things pretty easily because a lot of people. I mean, more people can do that. Hundred percent. Yeah. Less people have the value proposition that you would. Yep. provide and a lot of the people that do our agencies mm. and they have a lot more overhead than i do so they have to and they're gonna charge have, a fuck ton more. more yeah and it makes sense they have a bigger team whatever whatever so i have a nice little niche of client where they can't afford an agency but they can't afford a human yeah you know what i mean yeah 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 that's a great that's a great spot to start with and yep. I mean, you've more than started, man. I think you're doing pretty fucking well with it. How many, uh, how many clients have you had in the past year alone, if you know roughly? Well, I've monthly recurring. I have five. Nice. Currently. I'm trying to get up to seven. Nice. And then I've done probably six or seven projects. So hopefully we'll do six or seven more in the next six months. So sweet, man. Yeah. Good for you, man. Congratulations. Thank you, like brother. your your work ethic and your hustle like really inspires me. Yeah. It's actually like genuinely inspires me it gets me like that. i see that shit and i'm like dude i need to do more i gotta yeah i gotta work harder yeah you know? <laughs> it, fucking mean, yeah and and that's not to say that like i'm comparing i'm just saying it brings me up with you yeah just be happy for, for sure me, like love it i look like i'm working so hard but dude i'm so fucking happy mm -hmm. and a lot of i've even thought about this i've never actually said it out loud mm -hmm. But a lot of the times, like, you'll see me and I might not be smiling and laughing and cheering, but internally, 
Oh, I'm so happy. It's fucking. I'm powerful. like, I'm like, uh, like a pro athlete when he gets off the field. Mm. You know, he's exhausted mm-hmm. and he's put it all out, but internally he's living the dream. Yep. You know, he might not be crazy and excited because yeah, he's yeah. like exhausted. It's been a long day. Yeah. But internally, oh my God, there's nothing That's else I'd rather powerful be doing. shit, man. You don't have to be all smiley and jumpy to be internally calm and happy. Like and, yeah, that yeah. that calm feeling that you're describing is is happiness. That's it. I met a, I met a girl um, the other day that I was that I was friends with a long time ago, and she kind of told me after she was like, "Hey, you, like after she met me recently, she was like, I always remembered you so much more like." peppy and energetic and and all this shit and in my head i was like fuck like on the to the outside yeah this is what got me thinking like this to the outside it looks like i'm much more calm Mm -hmm. and and this but i'm just like kind of exhausted kind of tired but in the best way possible right like doing something that i love it's because you have a mission you have a purpose that's it bro and a lot of people i find don't have a mission and a purpose and it doesn't have to be a clear vision. I think yep. th- th- there's no clear fucking path or answer. You're right. You got to fuck up and like try shit. Pivot. Humans are so multidimensional. We're, we're not, I don't know. This is generally what I believe. I don't know if it's right or wrong, no, but so far, I don't, I don't I think we're, we're meant to do just one thing. We're so much more than just one. Let me put something in your head. The way I think about it is... You have an idea of what you want to do right now. Mm-hmm. And just to digress on that, I think a lot of people that don't, just don't spend the time to figure it out. Right. Right? I, I sit down in my room for hours sometimes and I just think, okay, what do I want to do? Why do I want to do it? Yeah. Like, and really try to craft that vision. Mm-hmm. I spend time doing it. A lot of people just don't spend that time. No, and, and, and they use th- that time, sorry, they use that time doing things that aren't thinking. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. And, and and then what I think is like, it's important to say, okay, this is my vision. This is my goal. But understand that as you then go down that path, you have experiences. Facts. You have experiences mm-hmm. and that's going to change your vision. Right. It's so okay to change. Yeah. I've gone through, you know, being good at soccer, then being good at skateboarding and then, and then doing the music thing and then economics and now business and like those are all completely different things and who's to say what you're doing right now is the it's not it's not it's building up to no other things and other opportunities other doors may open other doors will close that's it maybe you fucking wake up next year like you know what i don't want any more clients fuck this i'm I'm pivoting i'm doing something else like it's very well a possibility and it could lead to something better like life like Maybe your friend gets sick and all of a sudden you want to dedicate your life to solving that. Yep. You know, like life happens. Very true, man. Um, coming back to your business, I want to ask, what's your relationship with your clients after you're formally done what you set out to do? What's my relation? It, it's all client to client. Um, some of them uh, become friends. You know, we go out for a drink, check in, ask how the business is going, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, other ones we just we just part ways because you know the job was done and right. that's just that's just how it goes. But um, I'm the type of person I actually try to make a genuine relationship with people. I was <laughs> uh, literally I was at the gym yesterday and I was thinking to myself I'm like I'm like especially this one client I was thinking to myself I'm like okay what I need to do is I want to figure out when their anniversary is 
and I'm going to send them flowers. Nice. They're not going to see that shit coming. Right. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not even really like a company. Like I'm one human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I doubt the other companies that they work with are going to send them flowers on their anniversary, let alone just a one-man show. So I think that will really build that relationship. Wow, man. That's fucking like, that's like the best answer to the question ever. Because <laughs> 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 That's I, going above and beyond, man. Dude, when people, when people genuinely like you, they want to help you. Yeah. I'll tell you another story. So I was talking to one of my old managers, right? And he had just got a job promotion. And now he's he had to uh, present to the executive team. Okay. And he was telling me, he's like, man, I'm nervous. Like, this is a big one for me, right? And I was like, this is this is what you need to do because this is what I did to you okay. when I worked for you. All right. I was like, this is what you need to do. You need to contact, like, say there's nine people on the exec team. Contact, like, the, the three you feel closest to. Or the three you feel like you can open up to, or whatever, right? And I want you to say, hey, uh, I know we have the big meeting coming up next week. Uh, I've kind of made my slides. I've kind of made my presentation. I was wondering if I could like have an hour with you and kind of just go over it. You let me know if this is what you're expecting, if this is what you want. Da 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 da. Uh, it's my first one, so like it would really mean a lot if you could just help me. And these people, well, 100% be like, of course, like yeah, yeah, yeah come in, show me. Let's do this. Let's do this. And what you do is then you start showing them it and you start asking them questions. They'll start being like, okay, yeah, cut down this, um, focus more on this, you know, less, whatever. They'll start giving you tips. But as you open up and become vulnerable to them, they're going to see themselves in you. Mm. And all of a sudden, not only have they helped craft your presentation that they're judging, but they're going to want you to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when you go into that meeting, you already have three people who've helped you build this who are judging you. Who are gonna help sway the rest of the group? Now they got skin in the game, and they feel like they're part of your story. Yeah, they want you to win. Facts. That's powerful shit, dude. Yeah. I really like that. Actually, that's no, a good one. And I, I really like, because practically speaking, the hardest part about that whole thing was the message to them. It's not. Hard that yet. was the hardest part. No, because a lot of people probably wouldn't even think that. Oh, why would I message them? They're gonna think I'm incompetent. Uh, you didn't. Back to just overthinking things to yourself competent no that that's actually the most competent thing to say look this is something new to me yeah i would love your feedback because i'm trying to become the best right right that's, that's impressive i like that it's i all like perspective, that perspective right it is all perspective man you could look at it both ways um i had another question for you yeah, about it. um with a career like this you know it's not you don't really have like a, a, a molded path that you're following or, or trying to emulate per se yeah and this isn't like a question really necessarily about that but you're kind of always at work yeah in in your head when do you turn it off whenever i want whenever you want yep but i just have to a be disciplined to turn it on mm -hmm. right and b understand that when it's off i'm taking a risk yeah yeah because it's a trade-off of no because if a client calls me and my phone's off uh -huh. that's a risk yeah but what i the way the first thing is i don't judge myself mm -hmm. if i was to lose a client because of that and i consciously made that decision i'm not going to judge myself you know that's life sometimes i'm going to go play golf you know what i mean yeah like, that's life yeah um but what i do try to do is when i'm on over deliver mm. so if that was to happen say there was an emergency a client called me i didn't pick up whatever I've over delivered in the past. 
So it almost kinda, brings us back to even. It makes up Instead for of it. going from even to negative. Uh, so every what I try to do is every three days, I try to have some sort of contact with my client. Even if it's just, if it's just to say, hey, how are things going? Um, campaign's running great. Just wanted to check in. Mm-hmm. Just so they know I'm thinking about them. Yeah. You know, especially when I'm not a company and have a team around me. Yeah. So that they know, like they see me on my stories, like doing something like this in the middle of the day. But they know like, oh, he just checked in on me. He just tried to call me. Like, right, right. They know that, that I'm really trying and putting in a hard effort. So that if something was to go wrong, it wouldn't be like another strike. It'd be like the first strike. I really like that and, perspective. And, and they're man. humans, bro. So when I say, hey, look, I took the Saturday off uh, to golf with my dad. Yeah. They're not going to judge me. It's nah. a Saturday. Yeah, exactly. I shouldn't be working in theory. Yeah. 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 Man, I love it, man. I love it. Um, You know what? Honestly, I feel like we could be going on for hours like this. Yeah. it's really easy talking to you and that's why i'm really happy to have you on the podcast but i do have to wrap it up yeah before we go i want to do a lightning round with you this is something new that i'm doing yeah yeah and uh i'm sure you're pretty familiar with it it's a pretty common thing but i'm just gonna ask you five questions first thing that comes to your head like one worders or i can answer it you can answer it okay yeah but we won't have a discussion about i'm fired up let's go all right man What's one item or service you splurge on that you feel super guilty about? Food. What's one item or service you splurge on that you feel no guilt about? Golf. Um, you're faster than me, fuck. <laughs> one brand you never see yourself cheating on? Brand? Ooh. Uh, the truth is I don't give a fuck about brands okay. at all. Okay. But I- Maybe not one brand, one particular product- that like iPhone, you, iPhone, iPhone. iPhone, okay. okay. Uh, your go-to takeout order late night in Ottawa? At McDonald's. It's no. bad. It's real bad. It gets, it gets We've tough. all been there, Doug. <laughs> uh, do you believe in determinism or free will? Explain. Uh, do you believe in uh, we all are in complete control of our destiny or everything's been no. Ri- written? No, I'm in control. You're, you're in control? Nothing, nothing will stop me awesome man i think uh i i I maybe shouldn't have put such a deep question at at the end of the podcast but (laughs) just remember it's It's not not that that deep deep. that's right thanks a lot brother i really (laughs) appreciate it dude man that was good that was really fun man (laughs) cheers cheers i hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as i did if you like this kind of content please hit subscribe comment deep below and hit my line let's open up a dialogue and remember it's not that deep